0: Welcome to the CHGO Bears podcast on a week two special Thursday when we needed a boost. We had to turn to Fox Sports and Carmen Vitale. Who hey, was gracing us Vitale. in our studio? I feel like it's the Bears after dark. Welcome oh, we start crying.
1: I know this is the OG like Bears after dark crew, isn't it? That's that's right, this is that's so right, fun. Right. Oh, yeah. Welcome
0: that's back. Right. Welcome I'm, back. We we barely let Brags talk. It was it was so much fun. <laughs> who is who is this guy over there? And then he just he no, just no, kept it's, going and going it's and world
2: domination. Now she yeah. knows all about it. I know. I know. I know. And we're, we're
0: so proud. Every we are we we are so proud of you. But we are we are are also so proud of the show today because we are doing everything we can to move the ball forward. We are, we are, we are moving on to week two. No
2: more crying.
0: uh I mean, you guys were
2: like in a bad way when I got here today. I feel really bad. We're, like we're pulling are. out. You're gonna pull us out of this. Oh, this God,
3: is your no, no pressure.
1: Lawrence. Vibes, five, help me out here. Vibes, vibes
3: are not immaculate.
1: Vibes are not immaculate. <laughs> right now, don't,
0: no, don't. You can't go to Lawrence for pulling you out. He will, he will <laughs> drag you Come down.
3: Come on. <laughs> I brought donuts today. What are you talking? That's true. About? You did you you did
0: bring. Oh, that's nice. I, that's true, and I, I have not tried them.
3: Well, they might uh, be on. I already ate two of them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I brought down donuts and ate them all.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Doug Vador says I love Carm. Carm, maybe not as much. <laughs> I think yeah. we know who. He,
0: lef- he left off the about. I. I'm going to assume on uh, the first Carm. Um, and not, and, and that's not,
1: okay. I mean, people like in my regular life call me Carm. Right. But, like because to avoid any sort of confusion with you, I I make sure to go by Carmi in these settings I and mean, environment I, I, I
0: mean i could be mark for the rest of the show we could do that that might you're be really, not a mark though. that's awkward i'm not You I'm, don't look like a mark i'm not a mark no not even i'm definitely not a mark well guy. you're
1: you're a mark you're but a that's mark a totally different thing <laughs> I,
0: I i've been mark occasionally but
1: like in very very professional but never settings.
0: never and never in in, in it, government
1: in situations yes
0: right <laughs> when i got how about now we don't need to talk about my latest um
1: Running with the with feds with the government,
0: latest running with the law. I got pulled over. I was driving down yesterday. No, I got no Uh. two days ago. I was driving down Green Bay Road in Highland Park, Illinois. Mm -hmm, A lot lot of rough and tumble things going on apparently in HP these days. And the lights go on, and I'm like, what the. And they're like, sir, you had your phone in your hands. I'm like, who Wow! Who doesn't drive in a car with their phone
3: in That's one of their I'm hands?
0: I'm cutting video driving. <laughs> oh, my
3: gosh. I mean, I'm
1: tweeting. It's not. It's you mine. should. all shouldn't
3: donuts. be. I do believe I've texted as well. I but it's, I don't you, condone it. It's right.
0: very bad. Uh, of course <laughs> you shouldn't be. But, like, to have the level of police talent to be able to see – I'm ahead of him. That I that I have a phone in my hand. That I was, you know. Just, I was, did you
1: tell him just like to touch some grass, like bro? Just touch I, some I, grass. Just, I got
2: pulled over it's yesterday grass. too. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs>
1: what? Oh my
3: god! You're with a bunch of degenerates. Oh my god! Now I'm gonna
1: have to be like really so careful on my drive. The highway
2: me? was just. It was a standstill. Oh, so you did something wrong. And I was going to pick up my daughter from school.
3: Oh, and, and so you, you, g- went shoulder, you thought you're more important I than everyone on else? The shoulder. Oh, look at you. Oh, I'm more important than everybody else who's <laughs> trying to get where they're supposed to be going. So I'm going to go on the shoulder. Okay.
0: Um,
2: yeah, all yeah, all so. of a sudden, the state state statey was behind me, and oh. she was very nice, and she oh. let me off with a warning, so I won't do it anymore. You
1: got the warning. Oh, there you that go. That was really nice.
3: There you go. Uh, I think
1: warnings are more effective than tickets. I. Yeah
3: gotta be honest, there is nothing I hate more in this world than when I'm on the Eisenhower going home and it's backed up, and you see those assholes on the shoulder going like sixty-five. I you fucking hate those too, people. You can do it too.
0: You wimp. No,
3: you cannot. Yes, you can. We live in a society, society. Mark Carmen. You should know this. If you get caught, you will get a, a
0: ticket. If you don't get caught, you won't. Ask for,
2: for for forgiveness, not for permission. Uh, that's a life motto of
0: mine. Legitimately, uh, legitimately. I, I'm never giving Lawrence a ride anywhere else. All he does is complain about my aggressive driving. Are you really going over to the right? You're going to cut these people off. I've driven
1: with you a bunch of times, actually. I've never complained.
0: That's why you. Can I mean, Carmen, He was
3: he was falling asleep on i sIxty five.
1: Okay, well, if you're falling asleep,
0: I wasn't
3: falling asleep. I'm never
0: driving Lawrence anywhere again. Okay, let's let's get back on track here. All right, fine. Welcome. So let me. I want to ask you guys a question as we start week two because I think that we are in a bear's really need to turn it around immediately let's not go down the dark roll uh dark hole of oh and two oh and three wherever this is going to go let's get the narrative going in a positive way so i think it's an all hands hands on deck and you can we're going to get to how you think they can beat the bucks in a minute because you cover the bucks forever you know football better than anybody on the show let's be so, honest we'll do that in a second so but i want to i want to ask you this i want to ask a simple question what i think is a simple question what is the Chicago Bears' best attribute? What, 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 and I'll, I'll make it easier. What, what one thing <laughs> that one player does. <laughs> what, what one thing does one player on this team do better than any other player that they have doing anything else?
1: Braggs, you want to go first?
0: My God, do I need to answer the question? My own I mean, question. Let me ask be, you this: It
1: would be running
2: the
0: ball. L- let me let, let, yeah. let, let me do let me do it this way. Let me do it this way. There is wh-
1: <laughs> best there, attribute there, at the home uniforms. There,
2: I mean, <laughs> it'd be running ball because the a last year they set the franchise record for rushing yards. Yeah. Okay, and, let, but then B, the only bright spot of week one was Roshan Johnson.
0: Okay. Let me ask it this. Let me ask you a different way. There was one player in all of football last year that had. 10 plays where he was running at 20 miles an hour, and his name was Tyreek Hill, who's a very good wide receiver. Last time I checked, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There was another player who ran over 20 miles an hour nine times in the NFL. Can anybody want to take a guess as to who that might be on the Chicago Bears? Oh, oh, oh. Go that ahead, sounds... Lawrence.
3: Is it number one, Justin Fields? <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. It
0: is. Justin Fields. Now, when we looked at when we looked at Week One, and this is giving me optimism. By the way, everybody, I'm, I'm feeling good about this. When we looked at Week One, was the offense designed around Justin running the ball? No, no, it was not. <laughs> is the best trade came prepared with y- this whole thing? Yes, is the best trade. Uh, well, no, I do, because <laughs> uh, the rest of the shows. I only have three minutes of this. The, <laughs> the would it did did the, do the Baltimore Ravens when they were winning games? Did they did they build their offense around Lamar Jackson and what he does well? Yes, 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 <laughs> yes they did. Jeez. So, which is
2: kind of why I wanted Greg Roman a few years
0: ago, right? right. I'll leave that, alone. right? <laughs> do did do do the did the Philadelphia Eagles build their offense around Jalen Hurts last year and what he did well, what he does well? Yeah, yeah. They did. <laughs> so, so I I would think that when the Bears sit down and, and look at this week and fast-forward Zoom style like they did last year after the Commanders game. Right,
2: it cannot take that long right. to
0: come to Jesus. I Luke think, it, to me, it is a come to Jesus. This is what we have. He is not going to evolve into something totally different certainly not immediately, let us put him in the best position to do what he does best. So to make him look good and to make us look good. And I think there's a chance this can happen. You look very unlikely with that look, that you're very concerned that it won't happen. But to me, I think that's fairly obvious. He is elite at this skill, and they don't have anybody else that is elite at anything. I would lean into that if I was the Bears.
1: I have somewhat, I, I, I agree with you in some aspects, but, and I think that there is room to do this in the beginning of games, to get everyone comfortable, get Justin Fields comfortable, confident, get the offensive line, do like run blocking, because that's something that they were good at last year. Um, and then, but you need to evolve though. Like you need to, the like this season, you have to get an evaluation on how, who Justin Fields is as a quarterback.
0: I think we know. I think we know. That he
1: can't pass the ball?
0: That he's a mediocre passer. Okay. That that he's going to get gradually better. This is what he is.
1: I, then, I just, I don't know that you can build your franchise around someone who is very one-dimensional. Lamar Jackson, they went six. Lamar Jackson can sling the football. Also, his floor and Jalen Hurts' floor is much higher than what Justin Fields is. That's that's a, yeah, a real. But to
2: carm's point, I, in Lamar I, I, Jackson's offense, and you say he can sling it, he certainly can. He proved that in college. So did Justin Fields. But at the same time, they still used Lamar Jackson's ultimate strength, which was to run the football, yeah. which sucks the defense in. There was only one designed run in Week One. Right. No. So it, that's yeah. To build him up. To a quarterback that can win Super Bowls and play from the pocket, you still have to stick to what he's great at now. Is I think the point you're trying to make.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm trying like play to your skills, man. Play no. play to your strengths, and I Excuse and me. I
1: agree with that. I don't think that you like have to get rid of the run entirely, and I think you need to integrate it in and have a more balanced offense. But. And that's why I said in the beginning of games, maybe you, you start with running the ball a lot more and you get Justin Fields a little bit more 100%. confident and like all that other stuff. And then you build into... I mean, what, I, thing. what I said a million times
2: was how many, or, you know, throughout the week was how many times were they in shotgun? Like you said, run the ball more. The, the beginning of the game was the tone setter and to run it with Cole Komet and then QB sneak and, and, and loss of downs because of it and not have Roshan Johnson, a guy you know will just drive through a wall for you, right. that's called setting the tone. And to me, like you said, running the ball early, set the tone, get in the I formation, get out of shotgun. I, I, I should go back and try to count between the 37 snaps, you know, for Justin Fields when he threw the ball. 37 pass attempts. How many of those were under center and how many of them were in shotgun? It far outweighed in shotgun. So to me, when you're trying to run play action bootleg, what good does it run that if you haven't established a run under the eye formation?
1: Right. Or in any way, shape or form, honestly. I mean, but like the execution of everything was one thing, but the play design, like there were some really good, well-designed plays I thought. And then, but especially on that opening series, the two sneaks, you saw, like, Cole Komet coming in there to do that makes no sense to me at all because was- you saw the linebackers come down yeah, and they knew exactly what was going to happen. And Cole is not used to doing that. So, like, there is a technique to a sneak. Like, Brady used to stagger his feet so he could get a little bit of momentum going in. He's one of the best quarterbacks to ever sneak the ball. And then when Justin Fields comes in, I don't see any guys behind Justin to push right, him. Right. I don't like, and that's what's something the Philadelphia Eagles do really well with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback sneaker. I think Justin Fields could be too, but he has skill players behind him pushing him. You can't have offensive linemen do it; that's illegal. But apparently, you can have wide receivers and Unless running backs. Unless you're Reggie and stuff.
2: Bush against
1: Notre Dame. Uh-huh. Let's go, Bush! push. But yeah, so I just I, it, it, I hate Notre th- Dame. Sorry. There were so many things that didn't make sense for, on Sunday, and I just right. I, you'll learn to love them. Uh, Nobody know. was making Justin Fields' job easier. Either there. Uh,
0: and and so I and I'm just the reason why I wanted to start the show because I I'm just thinking like I believe in logic. Like last night when I was thinking how could we help the show, we're talking about the bucks, who covers the bucks and who's friends with the show. I thought, you know, we should call up Carmi Light v. Bulb and, 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 at eleven o'clock at night. It literally came at eleven o'clock at night. It really <laughs> did. Yeah, and, and, right. And so and then like I would think that like the Bears and Luke Getzi looking at how how do we get ourselves out of this? Oh, well let's let's let Justin do what he does. Well
2: and here's the thing that is ironic to me. Looking ahead now, turning the page as we headline this show. Yeah. Todd Bowles is going to bring the heat. Yeah. He's going. They brought the heat on Kirk Cousins. They're going to bring the heat even more on Justin Fields and test this offensive line, test Luke Getzey, test Justin Fields. And the realization I've come to is that they're going to have to kind of run the same game plan they had last week. Getting the ball out quick, mm-hmm. screen game—that's mm-hmm.
1: what is going to stymie a blitz. Am I right? That and the fact that also Todd Bowles' defenses are fundamentally based on stopping the run. So, like, not only does he bring a ton of pressure in the pass game, but he also will stop the run. And they've got some dogs on that defensive line. I mean, they've always—they've had Vita Vea, but they last year they took Logan Hall, and now they took uh, Kalaja Cansey. So you've got like this crazy rotation of these interior essentially pass rushers now because i mean they're gigantic and they can push the pocket um and it makes the guys on the edge it makes that a lot easier for them too so so
2: i'm trying to be encouraged right but so when no, you say the this, way to beat this terrified. is a screen, i
1: know the way to beat that is a screen game is just to get the ball out as soon as possible get it out into space get it out where you have some one-on-one matchups so spin zone
2: because they were so bad at it last week. They know everything they need to do to execute it correctly. I, you would hope that they would learn. <laughs> they better learn. <laughs> it's coming this Sunday.
0: So, all right, I want to tee up just a couple more Bears topics with with Carmi before we get even further into the Bucks, because I, I see Gary putting in there, if they run the screens, they better have EQ up. What's your read on, or, on what the Bears should do with Chase Claypool? To me – and I have, let me raise my hand uh, high and say that I have never, I didn't like the trade the day it happened. I understood it, but I didn't really like it. True, And I'm not Mr. Get the Ball to Chase Claypool. However, he is on this roster. I don't, under, to me, we this is not make a point, sit Chase Claypool down to, you know, emphasize the hits principle. Where are you at with what the Bears should do there?
1: Well, if you look at, Chase Claypool's impact on the game outside of obviously the lack of effort on screen on, on blocking. I mean it's how many did he even have a catch? No. Yeah. Did so not. Two targets. Two targets, no catches. Like you can get that in the receiving game out of Equinamia St. Brown and you're gonna get a better blocker. So like
0: I You think they're better off with EQ than Claypool? I think they are, but I don't know
1: if they're going to do that because of what they've invested in Claypool. And I've actually defended Claypool a lot um, just because he came so late last season. I was like, all right, he needs some time to get integrated into this offense to understand it. But this, I mean, from all we heard this offseason, he was working out with Justin Fields, like in during the summer, and he's been working really hard. And Justin seems to have a very good opinion of him. So I'm like, okay, now we get to see it. But then to see the total lack of effort, I mean, there's it's just inexcusable.
2: Can they just make EQ active and not bench Clay? You, yeah. you, yeah. you could, you could, you could, could do
0: both. You can make, you can put Move Tyler, somebody else could, around. Could, Tyler Scott. Why would does be it a have to be a wide
2: receiver? Is my question. Can we just mm-hmm. bench? somebody else who do you
3: who do you want to bench
2: (laughs) I don't know I'm not the depth chart guy but like (laughs) there's got to be a 10th offensive lineman I could care less about how about Dominique Robinson
3: what's he been up to what Dominique Robinson I
2: mean some like to me they got to try to figure that wide receiver room out and I don't know if putting one inactive you know because in the game last week it would have been sure nice to be able to be like okay they're not doing their job. EQ, you get you out get it, there. yeah.
1: You get in there. No, and yeah. maybe that's what they'll end up doing. It's a happy medium between the two, where you're not benching Clay, Chase, but or you are maybe benching him, but he's he's still active and right. And you you're not just training out one, right?
0: Nin- the other. Nineteen ninety nine from the Duke eight one one. My guy, appreciate you, Duke. You're so consistent. You're so wonderful. Let's have dinner. Uh, my expectation is we lose by forty. <laughs>
1: Proposition.
0: But my hope is we have to come. We have a come to Jesus moment. And we have our post by Pat's game just way earlier in the season. Not sure if it's realistic. Duke, that's what I'm trying to get to here, Mm -hmm. baby. That's what I'm doing. Well, that's
2: what I want to know. Is like, I mean, I've been in a dark depression. I told you this before (laughs) the show. I'm literally like my I'm breaking out. I'm like losing sleep. And we've gone over this. We've combed over it so many times. All these different film reviews by JT O'Sullivan, Tim Jenkins. They're not help, they're helping with context but they're not helping with my mental stability. So, and I think a lot of bears fans feel this way. Like are but are we overreacting? Is is do we need to try to take a step back or is this literally code red because of so many things that went wrong?
1: I I think the most frustrating part is that it's the same issues for the same reasons as last year. That's what's so disheartening to me is that you
2: bunch of new players with
1: new players. You invested so much in this offense. You are, you are trying to get a true evaluation on your quarterback to see if he's the franchise guy. And, you don't even see incremental improvement. I actually think that you do see a little bit of improvement on the defense. Not a lot. It wasn't a great effort last, last week either. Don't get me wrong. But, like, you can kind of see the vision a little bit more. Like, I know that, that Jordan Love converted all of these third and longs, but he, they got him into third and long. So, like, that's something. And I feel like you can kind of see the direction that the defense is going. I don't know what this offense is doing. I, 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 it looks exactly the same as last year. It looked exactly the same as last year. It got to be camp. an
2: indictment on the coaching, then, right? Because I you have so. Darnell Wright, you have Nate Davis, you have new players to that offensive line. You have all these new weapons: Tyler Scott, DJ Moore, Chase Claypool for a full off season. How? Can it look exactly like it looked week one of last year? <laughs> it works it
0: actually looks worse than week one how of last year. Yeah, how can it yeah. look
3: like the John Shoup era? Is which what is I'm
0: which is why I know that my guy Luke Getzi is gonna turn this thing around and listen to Carm. He didn't even have to listen to me because he already figured this out and it's gonna be a bunch of fields on the ground. 1999 from the Duke again. I don't know. The scouting report on Justin is make him beat you downfield from the pocket, which he's shown he can't do. I bet they take away short stuff, and I bet they get to Justin Fields before he can launch it anyway. Listen, Duke, when you are elite at something, you, you you are able to combat whatever the defense does. I walked by Justin Fields yesterday. Not to break down the obvious here, but you know, let me just – He is a physical freak. Oh, yeah. He is. He's a big dude. He is enormous. He is a linebacker. (laughs) He is. There are not a lot of him. He let him do what he does. They cannot. They are not going to be able to stop him. Now it's going to put him in harm's way. This is football. That is scary. But I think you got to let him play that way. And just trust his physicality
1: yeah, and I trust just, his confidence. Like
3: Carmi, you were talking about like how Brady was like one of the best QB sneakers. Like, yeah. I mean, Brady's not a big person. Like Justin no, he, should he's, be he's able. He's bigger to, than
1: most people think he yeah, is. I he mean, is. Okay, I'm fine. sorry. He's t- he was way taller when I like when I okay, worked I with him. I did not five. realize how tall he well, was. And they also execute in, in New
2: England. That's yeah.
1: also true. And even in, oh. in Tampa, he has a, he, there is a There is a strategy. There is a technique to, to a quarterback's knee. Yeah. It's not just like run forward. Like There are leverage points and where you aim for and all of that kind of stuff. Guys that are behind you, guys that are trying to push you, guys that are trying to clear the way. Like There is a technique to that. It and doesn't it not seem execute, that hard. It does not seem that hard. There's it's doesn't harder doesn't like th- that. I'm that trying to off. tell you it's harder than you think. It ah, is.
3: Whatever.
0: There man. is a timing. I'm letting the
1: Bears off the hook a little bit.
3: There's No a, need. There,
0: <laughs> there, There is a timing and a rhythm. Listen, fluce said it yesterday. We are looking for timing and rhythm on offense.
1: That's something that Andrew Janoco told me a couple weeks ago when I interviewed him, um, that that was something that he was still looking for Justin Fields to improve on. And the contrast between Justin Fields and Jordan Love last week was stark. Like, it didn't always work out for Jordan Love, but the way that he was able to throw – with anticipation, throwing to spots, throwing to places where only his receivers were going to get it. Looking
0: like he had been out there for 30 for, years. Yes. Yeah.
1: Because that's like, that's yeah. what happens when you are able to throw with anticipation. And the, the difference was so stark. And the fact that Justin has not improved on that, that was very concerning. To
0: Romeo Dobbs, not... To Christian Watson, not to Devontae Adams. Yes, go ahead. Think
1: about the fact that Aaron Rodgers did not play the preseason. So, like, Romeo Dobbs' first pass in the league in preseason came from Jordan Love. They've had a rapport with each other for a long time. I got it. So... That's
0: sure, but, you know, it's still... He's not he doesn't have the best receivers run around out there no, and yet, he doesn't. and he's getting it done. I,
1: again, I was trying to make it sound better.
0: Okay. Good job. I yeah, was trying. good effort at least. Nineteen ninety nine again from the Duke. Braggs and I are in such a deep depression <laughs> over this team. Our souls are in so much pain and my legs hurt watching Carmi sit like that.
1: It's comfy. Crisscross it's my, applesauce. Crisscross applesauce. That's my thing. I don't know. It's comfy for me. My so my legs don't my legs dangle in these chairs. That's why I do this. Yeah, we gotta get you a little little table or shut she's she's I'm, she's I'm kind uh, of short so i have very you, short legs you have you, always so i always i sit like this because fi- it's more comfy
0: if you, you, you figure out a way to get it done that's what you do uh, <laughs> to the duke, uh, by right, keeping just the lights just go, on i know uh, duke. duke is keeping the lights on uh, wonderfully today all right before we get into and Hogue's gonna join us here at twelve thirty, and we've got interviews from the locker room today Let's that we're gonna play yeah we're gonna talk about tampa bay in one split second. Well, actually, we're going to get into Tampa Bay through the Kyler Gordon news, who he's placed on injury reserve, so he's out for a minimum of four weeks. Right. Uh, that's your slot corner, who was supposed to guard Chris Godwin, who's a beast. Mike Evans is their other beast. Baker Mayfield is is, is got a shoulder injury, but he's always playing through pain and yep. and, and not the best quarterback, but somehow some way has, has gotten it done at least at times in his career. First off, like if you're the Bears, how do you... Combat no Gordon against the Bucks wide receivers.
1: Yeah, that's really difficult, especially because Josh Blackwell is also apparently also dealing with a hamstring injury. Yeah. So I think there's probably going to be multiple guys that are going to be out of position because you need to get your best guys on the outside to combat Mike Evans. But also Chris Godwin makes his money in the slot. So may it,
2: I introduce you to a man named Greg Stroman Jr.? <laughs> Future Pro Bowler. Yeah. Okay. okay.
1: Well, he can prove it this game. Yeah. (laughs) He he looked good at camp. I'll tell you that. So. Yeah, it's rooting for you, Greg. Good it's name, gonna be, good first name. I I have to think that the Bears are gonna be very hush-hush about who they're moving where and how they're making up for the absence of Kyler Gordon, but it's it's gonna be very difficult because Baker seems to have a good rapport with both Mike and Chris at this point. Mike has everything to prove this year because he's playing out the last year of his contract and he's kinda of angry about it. So and I don't blame him for it so he's very motivated and I mean he did really well against the Vikings so he had one drop but um could have ended up with a lot more yards if he hadn't have dropped it like had that another touchdown I think
0: Bucks have a new offensive coordinator Dave Canellas coming over from Mm -hmm. the Seahawks Mm -hmm. in relation to Lou I don't, not, it's not, no, spelled, it's not the same. spelled the same
1: It's Canales. Yeah. It's it's uh, Dave Canales.
0: But, you know, Lou's friends with everybody, so he's probably friends. Well, with, that's probably true. He's probably friends with Dave, too. But uh, this, is, so we've, we've got a little advance with the coaching staff. They've got they got a kicker that's booming 57 yarders, which is, a, which is a thing. Yeah. Their special
1: teams are super fast. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is, you know. They're young, too. They play up, like, six UDFAs on their 53-man roster, I think. Uh, they've, they've got a lot of energy and I mean it's really it's going to come down though to this defense and how they're going to try and force Justin Fields to throw the ball downfield listen I know Justin Fields has arm talent I know he can throw he can physically throw the ball down the field but when you have an offensive line that's going to crumble and you can't let plays develop and you the Bucks have very good corners that are going to be on these receivers that's what I'm talking about like you're not going to be able to do that and you're gonna have to we just said it, rely on the screen game as much as possible and see if you can get out into space. That's the only thing that beats, beats this Bucks defense right now. Mm.
0: If you were talking to Alan Williams and giving your expert Carmi V advice, would you tell him, Hey, dude, let's uh let's let's send five, let's send six, let's make things I mean. The Vikings that's, certainly tried to do that to good old Baker. I mean,
1: I think that's what we're going to see a lot of that with Brian Flores. Yeah. Um, he's very, he's known for being very aggressive. He's told me that that's, that's the crowning principle of his defense is just being aggressive. I don't think that's news to anybody, but right. I, yeah, I would try to blitz just because of the fact that that Tampa Bay line is not what it used to be. Um, still don't go on the left side because Tristan Wirfs is apparently as good of a left tackle as he was a right tackle, which is just incredible. But they do have some young guys, Cody Motch um, at guard and... Hogs guy. Yeah, he's great. I mean, he's kind of like, he looks like Jensen 2.0 with his hair and everything like great. that. Um, they have Robert Hanzy at center instead of Jensen, but Hainsey spent all of last year under center with, with Tom. So um, Baker, I think, took his offensive line to the Bahamas right before the season started, like as one does. Right. And so I just think that that could be a weak point to the Bucs. Um, so if you can stress the offensive line as much as possible, stunts, twists, try to confuse them a little bit up front. But we didn't see the Bears do that last week, so we'll see if they can do it this week.
0: What do you make of the fact that the line is basically pick them? The Bears just got worked. The Bucks won a game. The Bucs are at home. I would think the Tampa Bay would be a five-point favorite in this game. What am I missing here?
1: There are what favorites?
0: It was like one and a half. Hold on, let me oh. pull, let me pull, let me pull it up. Lawrence, I don't you get the— I
1: don't think people really trust the. Thought it was
0: Bucks. two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Yeah,
1: I don't think the p- people really trust the Bucks yet either. I, I mean, I said it after the Minnesota game that I think that this team is going to surprise some people, but we're still in like the surprise zone. Like, I don't think that people under know that the Bucks can still be good without Tom Brady because they are very young, and this is kind of a make or break year. I feel like, unfortunately, for the staff and and they're trying desperately to hold on to the veterans that they have and all that kind of stuff so yeah. they're in they're in some cap hell for the yeah. i, I of think years.
2: it's mostly just like you know the element of week one and the unknown right. things happen in week one that are weird at times so yeah. i think people are like trying to find level water finding its level the bears aren't as bad as they looked week one is even though it feels that way And, you know, there's a potential of a bounce back because, you know, a lot of times momentum comes into play. And when you've won a game like the Bucs have in Minnesota, now the Bears have lost the way they did. They have their guards up. Not saying the Bucs don't have their guards down, but it's a different vibe when you lose a game the way you did like the Bears have. Mm -hmm. So there is a potential for them to bounce back, even though I do still feel like the matchup isn't great. Uh, when it comes to our offense versus their defense, now the Bucks' offense doesn't necessarily scare me, mm. but the Bears' defensive line is still a huge concern.
4: Yeah.
0: Thanks for being here. Thanks, Carl. You're th- thanks, Brax. You're such a thanks, Lawrence. Just a ray Welcome. of sunshine in a in a in a du- I in a dark hole of ineptitude. That I don't know. That I, am. Land I think that, that is my my um,
1: objectivity gets to some people. And <laughs> I promise I'm can not. I hate
2: her. Can you promise me everything's gonna be okay? No, I
1: can't promise you that, Brags. I'm sorry. Then get out of here. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> <literally>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, uh, to to. Uh, we're going to have Hog in a second here. Is he is he popping on in?
3: He is popping in, but uh, you know, we should Yeah, know.
0: we're going to we're going to do gonna a little change, bit of a reset change. in in order line to reset, change. which is going to be an amazing Are you guys going to make some adjustments. We are. But what we're going to do Unlike the Bears are, <laughs> sorry. You, First of all, I um, what we want to Adam Hogue is out at Hallis Hall, but I was out there yesterday and uh, Nicholas Moriano joined me in in talking with Tyler Scott. So as we get ready for Hogue, we're just going to prime you with a little Tyler Scott yesterday out at Hallis. Great start to his season. I'm hoping for a whole lot more. This is a little fun moment in my brick by brick T-shirt because I love, love you, Greg Brags. Uh, Tyler Scott yesterday out at Hallis.
3: Thank you, Bye B. Not. Bye, guys. <laughs> All
0: right, week one regular season officially in the books. You've had the, you've had a football in your hands in the yes. NFL? How have you kind of come out of it, watched the tape, realize that you're here, and then, okay, how can I be better?
4: Yeah, um, yeah, like you said, finally got the ball in my hands, official NFL game. Uh, a lot of different emotions to the game, for sure, from beginning to end. Uh, first one to touch the ball as well during the game on yeah. the kickoff return. Um, and uh, I think I was the first receiver to catch a ball from Justin this year, too.
0: <laughs> so, okay, I don't want to put you in a bad spot, but I'm like... Tyler just got the ball. Yeah, I was super excited for you and for the group as a whole, mm-hmm. uh, but then you didn't you didn't see it after that. So Yo. I don't know, how can we get, let's, I don't, how do we move that forward? I, I, I thought it was super exciting that you were getting an early touch.
4: No, for sure. Uh, you know, I think just uh, maybe just game planning-wise, um, just finding different ways to, you know, get you know, me in the game plan, um, you know, DJ, you know, obviously somebody who's made a lot of plays um, this whole offseason. Um, you know, I think just, um, just, you know, just getting us in better positions to um, you know, make plays, honestly. Um, you know, that's just from everybody, you know, from the OC to the players, um, getting open. Uh, everybody's doing their job in line. Um, so I just think this is a group effort of just everybody coming together. So, um, you know, the plays match up how we how we wanted to. So.
0: so what's the conversation been like in the room this week? Because DJ wants the ball more. Chase wants the ball more. You want the ball. You're a ruck. You're not coming. So you say, hey, throw me the football. But like, what's that? What's it been like in your guys' room this week?
4: Yeah, no, I think. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a, um, you know, we need to touch the ball more type of mentality. Um, Obviously, you know, everyone wants to rock. I think that's like a a given. Um, But I think, uh, you know, when you're looking at the film and the tape, you're just looking at, um, you know, exactly what as your position, kind of individually, what could you have done um, to put yourself in better positions whether it's in the pass game or the run game. Um, You know, and then the quarterbacks, that's kind of, you know, up to their meetings and just kind of figuring out what they um, do as far as their reads, progressions, what they see. Um, And even just having talked. With the quarterback as well, I think just having that conversation as well, just kind of seeing, okay, what did you see? What did you feel? Um, those type of things. So I think it's, um, you know, I think it's an individual effort of just kind of looking at, you know, what could you have done to put yourself in a better position. And then I think it's also just um, a communication thing, and um, ultimately just, you know, play, you know, game planning up, putting, uh, putting us in a better position to get the rock.
0: See, I see you as a leader, like a vet leader. I know it's probably hard to get past week too but like down the line. But now you, you gotta, you know. Or your spot so to speak no.
4: is dj the loudest guy in that room loudest as far as just just vocal
0: yeah or is that um, i mean i maybe maybe it's Chase, man, loudest. yeah um, maybe it's darnell
3: i don't know
4: i say the leader the, I, I say mooney's probably the the more the kind of vocal type of guy i think dj is more of the lead by example type of guy i think like if dj said something it's more like okay we need to lock in. You know, what I'm saying like we need to, to hone in on, on, on what's going on. Cause DJ's, you know, real laid back. You know, really shows up, does his job. Like he's he's a pro's pro when it comes to just coming in every day, doing the job for sure. Mooney's the type of guy who's gonna keep everything in check. Um, I think that's a great two-headed monster. Like when you look at those two, as far as um, you know, kind of their range. DJ's the more quiet, one, reserved one. Um, you know, gonna kind of lead by example. And then Mooney's the more, uh, you know, one that's gonna you know say something or um, you know kind of have more of a voice, so to speak, um, when talking. Tyler, so, real quickly, actually, um, for some of the Bears fans that maybe are concerned that Justin Fields little turn shy, now looking for the deep target, what would you say? To them? Um, I said I wouldn't say necessarily be concerned. Um, like I said, we still got a long season, um, and also too, like you got to also give credit to to Green Bay as well, mm-hmm. as far as just kind of you know game planning and things of that nature. Um, you know sometimes they, they took away different things. Uh, so you know, I mean, they get paid too. You know, that, that's their job as well So um, I wouldn't necessarily be, necessarily say be concerned um, But I think you definitely expect some some more shots uh, So to speak coming here in the future for sure because I think that just opens up, you know, a lot more things um, And uh, Yeah, but I, I wouldn't necessarily say be concerned
0: Anything else from you Nick? No, uh, okay, hey
4: Appreciate
0: you, guys. You got you have been awesome since you walked in here. It. And uh excited to see what, where, where you're going and congrats on week one. Appreciate you, man. So our guy Tyler Scott. Nice work. Nice work. And as, uh as as they come. Uh Hogue's ready. So you got? I know you got something you got yeah, to tell.
2: You know, if you you know, Sunday tickets no longer on Direct TV, so if you're looking to cut the cord, look no further than FUBO TV. Uh, go to www.fubotv.com chgo to sign up 140 and 140 or more live channels of sports shows, movies, and news stream live TV from any device. Watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. Start watching immediately with a free trial. No contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. Watch your local teams while traveling. Uh, you got an event coming up, college football, Big Ten, NFL, Bears Network, NFL Red Zone, the Ryder Cups coming up. That's all going to be available on Fubo TV. so watch all your favorite Chicago football and the NFL with Fubo. Go to www.fubo.com fubotv.com slash chgo to sign up for 15% off your first month of fubo pro all
0: right let's bring in adam hogue out at Hallis hall Sorry, huge news today with kyler gordon being placed on injured reserve uh richard hightower has already spoken today as well which uh is adam's i believe is his best friend uh as they talk special teams good afternoon adam hogue how are you sir
5: What's up, guys? Yeah. Uh, not great news on Kyler Gordon, but sort of what I expected, I think. Um, and we we haven't really had any opportunity to get any kind of clarity or details. I don't know why the decision was made to go on IR. Matt Eberflus is not available to the media on Thursdays. And on top of that, defensive coordinator Alan Williams uh, is not in the building today for personal reasons. Uh, I, that's all we know on that one there, too. So even his defensive coordinator, not available today, and that move was made after we talked to Richard Hightower and Luke Getze. So um, the earliest that Kyler Gordon can return is week six against the Vikings, and in the meantime, they got to look at other options. Uh, Josh Blackwell is obviously one of those options, but he was on the injury report yesterday, limited uh, with a hamstring issue, so that one's uh, perhaps in doubt. They elevated Greg Stroman Jr. from the practice squad. He's got a lot of experience. He's been in the league since 2018, so that's another option. I'm intrigued by Terrell Smith, who at one point in training camp was seemingly in a one-on-one battle with Tyreek Stevenson for the starting outside corner job. I have to do a little bit more digging on his experience in the slot, Um, but perhaps that's an option. I'm intrigued by that because if they thought that highly of the fifth round pick that he, you know, he could be in the mix for the outside corner spot in training camp. You know, if he can contribute and get, not, get on the field, um, perhaps that young rookie makes sense in the meantime with Kyler Gordon. out.
0: We want to get to uh Luke Getzy in a second here, but can you see any scenario where Tyreek Stevenson moves inside and slides over plays the slot corner?
5: I hate that idea. Um, we saw this last year with Kyler Gordon trying to do both spots as a rookie. I would hope the Bears learn their their lesson there. I understand it's a, a different player, but um, and some players can handle things better than others. But um, we already know with Tyreek Stevenson, his history of when he was asked uh, at Georgia to to play anywhere outside of you know the outside, he didn't like it. Um, you know, this is the NFL. You do whatever your coaches ask you to do. You get paid to do it, but. Um, I, I don't like that idea at all. I'd rather I'd rather get creative in either uh, – first of all, I think Jack Sanborn needs to be on the field more, I think because that's an option I think that gives you uh, perhaps some blitzing opportunities to get home to the quarterback. We've already seen that from Jack Sanborn, his ability to get in the backfield and be used as a pass rusher, and that's not just last season's tape. That goes all the way back to Wisconsin um, where he was really good at that. So I'm not saying that you create un- – you know bad mismatches or put your defense in a bad spot just to be in base more than nickel. But I don't know, a handful of snaps a game where maybe you, 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 you go base a little bit more. I mean, you got to match up to the defense. If they're an 11 personnel, you got to go nickel. But um, if there's ever, you know, a handful of opportunities where you're sort of in between get creative um, I, I just, I don't want to move Tyreek Stevenson around. I would keep him there. I'd rather see if, if Terrell Smith can handle the slot
2: well you talk about getting creative and not putting your defense in a bad spot so you're hitting right where i wanted to go with on the defensive side with you to me you're putting these corners in a bad spot even in week one and now more so with kyler gordon out if you do not get creative because the pass rush is not getting home so to me how are we going to get off of this third down because from my vantage point what we saw at camp uh Kyler Gordon, who's out now, but, you know, uh, you know, Jalen Johnson and Tyreek Stevenson, they can play man coverage. So at some point, does Eberflus and Allen Williams kind of have to let go of this cover two base that they have and start getting creative, start getting exotic to give their corners an opportunity to not have to hold on to their receivers for dear life or play in a zone on third and long? Like to me, that it's a must. You, you got to let go of this cover two until you can get a significant pass rush.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think a huge departure from their philosophy is just not going to happen. I do think that they mix it up a little bit more than, you know, the Lovey Smith days when the Bears ran this. Um, I do agree that if you got corners that that can press and and play man, you you should take advantage of that. Um, To me, it's more about just finding a way to get more pressure on the quarterback. To me, it's more about that than anything else. Once you create pressure, you're going to put your secondary in a much better position, um, not only from a cover standpoint, but also from a from a break on the football and create takeaways standpoint. You have to get pressure. Um, I know we've spent endless minutes and hours talking about Justin Fields and the offense this week. I still maintain what I said at the start of our postgame show on Sunday. The thing I was most disappointed in and most worried about was the lack of a pass rush after months and months and months and months and months of talking about this, um, and and them seemingly make m- making upgrades, spending money on Yannick Ngakwe, Demarcus Walker, uh, and drafting Zach Pickens, drafting Jervon Dexter, using high draft capital on these players to to get almost no pressure at all in that game and. We, we've talked about earlier in the week, less pressures than Jalen Carter got in one game by himself, right? Like that's got to change. It just absolutely has to change, whether that's the players playing better, the coaches putting those players in a better sh- opportunity to get pressure. They have to find a way to put more pressure on Baker Mayfield this week. It to me, w- defensively, it's all about that. It's all about that. It's, and, 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 you just got to do it this week. And if it's still a problem, that's the one thing that I'm just hanging on from this one game being like, like, I don't want to, if we're going to have doom and gloom about Justin Fields, to me, it's more like for this defense, if they can't create pressure, it's just going to be a long year. This is, they're just going to be, they're going to be a bottom five, 10 defense. And they're not going to, come anywhere near that predict, that bold prediction I had preseason about being top five in takeaways. They have to find a way to create more pressure.
0: All right, let's go to the other side of the ball. Luke Getze speaking today. He put a lot of it on execution, judging by uh, what I'm finding on Twitter here. What stood out from the Getze conversation today, Adam?
5: Yeah, I think... Um, I don't know. It was a weird press conference. He was... I don't want to even say this like it's a bad thing. I don't think it is. But it was just sort of like, I mean, you just wouldn't have known that the Bears had that bad of a game with, with the way he came in there with with, with uh, his attitude uh, being so positive, which I think is a good thing. I don't think – I'm not bringing that up as a, as a criticism at all. I just think it's it was interesting. It didn't feel like um, one of the many – Awkward Thursday press conferences I've had with plenty of offensive coordinators throughout the years here at house hall, where you just know that there's a lot of questions and there's not many answers um, that can be given publicly in front of a microphone where you're not throwing your players under the bus. But yeah, I didn't sense uh, much concern about the scheme. Um, definitely more about execution. I think a lot of that's fair, but yeah, I don't know that we got any real answers. I will bring up one thing I asked him about because he brought up and he seemed a little frustrated that they got called for some of those false starts. I mean, he he singled out the Lucas Patrick one where he just didn't snap the ball. That's obviously a false start, illegal snap. You can't do that. But on the other ones where they sort of j- jumped the snap count, that's what he was saying they did um, and sort of seemed to be arguing that, that shouldn't be a false start, not necessarily by definition, but because teams get away with that all the time. And I followed up right away and said, do you think that that was more of an emphasis because of what happened in that chiefs lions game last week, where the right tackle was getting, or was it the left tackle uh, where Taylor was getting, uh, you know, away with his jumps and false starts all night. Um, And he's like, Oh, I didn't really think about that. I'm not sure. And, and I gotta be honest, like, for me, I would – seeing that game Thursday night, I mean, that would have been a point of emphasis, emphasis for me in Friday's meeting right away. Like, hey, we got we to gotta be careful with this because this was such a big topic last night that you got to expect the referee – and I didn't see enough games around the league to know if they were calling it in other games too. But I just found that interesting because it did seem like they were calling it a little bit closer. In the, uh, in the Bears game, especially the one on the two-point conversion. I think that might have been Darnell Wright who fired off the ball that they called it on. Um, that one was close enough that I, I would have let that go if I was a referee, but you know what? By the letter of the law, it probably is a false start.
2: You know, we've been trying to read through the tea leaves of some of these quotes and these pressers throughout the week between Justin Fields, Matt Eberflus, trying to decipher if the coaches and players are having a disconnect. Today, the press conference wasn't streamed for fans to see, so we only have the quotes to read off of. But Luke Getzi said in regards to DJ Moore's two targets in the opener, it was a disappointment, and he said, there's a lot of reasons why things happen. Protection could have broken down on a particular play for him. Justin maybe didn't see something in a particular way. There's a lot of things that go into it. We are definitely calling plays for DJ. And for fans, when we read that, We look at that as a shot across the bow to Justin. Is that over interpreting what he said there?
5: So this is where I get annoyed as somebody who's in that room asking questions a lot. Okay. Do you want them to be honest or is everything a shot? I'm being serious. Like because we want them to answer questions, and we know guys were open. We know DJ Moore was open. We know Justin missed them. So I I think to answer that
2: question, I think to answer that question when it's as bad as it was on Sunday, I want to see personal accountability. I don't want to hear Luke Getze say, if he believes Justin didn't see it a particular way, fine. But I want him to come to the podium and say, I need to do better. I want Justin to not say, oh, well, Getze's got to call the plays better. He needs to walk to the podium and say, I need to do better. I don't want the finger pointing. I want, they can deal with that in their own room. But I want – when they're at the podium, I want to hear personal accountability so, as a
0: fan. So, in essence, you want them to lie.
2: It just, but, you know – yeah, go ahead. But
5: that, that that's where I, I, I'm i like if – to me, it's a lose-lose for Getze. Because if he gets asked about Justin missing wide receivers and he dodges the question or doesn't admit to the fact that his quarterback did that, which we all know he did, then he's either – dodging the question, not holding his player accountable. Right. Or the other option is to just say the truth. And now he's throwing his player under the bus. Like, and that's that. I just, sometimes I wish we could just like, here's a question. Here's an honest answer. Nobody's throwing anybody under the bus. It's just what happened. It's fair. And the player understands it because it's the same conversations they have in those meetings. You don't think they threw those plays up on the screen this week and said, Justin, you got to make make this throw? They damn sure did. So, And I would hope from the coach's side to your point, Brags, that he also put plays up and said, this wasn't a great call in this situation. I got to be better too. I'm imagining that all that – I'm not imagining. I'm almost – 95% sure that that's what's going on in those team meetings, and if it's not, then that's a huge problem, but so then I hope that they can come to the press conference, too, and answer these questions honestly without it being interpreted by everybody like, oh, this player is taking a shot at his coach, and this coach is taking a shot at his player. No, they're just a- answering questions.
0: Hog's with us from Halas Hall right now. <laughs> Uh, Luke Getzi speaking today. So was Richard Hightower. Alan Williams has had personal had personal issues, so he was did not do his normal Thursday press conference. Did he? Was he asked about the third and one and and Cole Komet? Third and one, Cole Komet. the sneak, in in the first offensive. Oh, series. you
5: know what? I don't think that came up today. I, it, that's probably a, a bad job by us. Yeah, I don't think that that came up today.
0: So okay, so he wasn't asked about his. Well, that's interesting um all right he's got one quote here let me just read it um get
5: i maintain see. that that wasn't a bad call
0: all okay we, we could quibble about that off off line. I I, i'd rather it.
5: have my i'd rather have my big tight end in there than my than my quarterback um uh, what i would like to see off of that and my and i would like to be able to trust my offensive line to get one yard in that situation on two plays which they couldn't even get like six inches um What I'd like to see though is an option where, and it's gotta be made. Now you're talking a lot of trust being put in a tight end instead of a quarterback. But if Komet comes under center there and he sees the defense squeeze in like they did, pitch the ball out to Justin. Now that, if I'm remembering right, and I forgot to look this up, I was gonna go back on the tape. Did they not run that against the Detroit Lions in Detroit last year? That Maybe sounds right. Imag- Maybe a- I'm just imagining it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. there was a
3: play. There was the a
5: play, yes. the play where Cole
3: pitched it to Justin. Yes. Cole
2: pitched yes. it to Justin to the left, and Justin picked up like 20 yards.
5: So, and that's the last game. If that was against the Lions, which I'm pretty sure it was because I am remembering yeah. this from the press yeah. box, and I was in Detroit for that game. Um, that's the last game Justin played in. So, Maybe they were hoping that, okay, Packers are going to be ready for that. He comes under center. They're not going to squeeze in like they did. And you know what? Good job by the. Like sometimes that happens. I'm not trying to make excuses for Getze, but I honestly do not hate that call. And they're probably trying to play off of that play from last year where they did pitch it to Justin and. The Packers did a good job at defending it. Now what I would like to see if I'm the offensive coordinator saying, okay, we have this in the playbook. Well, next time, if they squeeze in, you pitch it. You have the option to pitch it because that would have worked there. He would have – and it may have even been a touchdown because he would have had that much room to run. Um, I know everyone's saying, why not run the Eagles play where they just push them. That's a different call on fourth down. I agree. If Justin's gonna sneak it on that fourth down call that should have been the call but when you have Justin Fields and you have what we saw last year against the Lions where they did pitch it to Justin I do not hate the idea of Cole Komet coming under center there get a push or come up with an option where you can pitch it back if the defense is if the defense squeezes like they did
0: we're gonna we're gonna move on on this one because we could debate it all day but I
2: hated the call, and, oh, I hate, I hate it. and I hate you for liking the call. No, I'm <laughs> no. kidding. I love you.
0: Uh, just remember that Sunnyside is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kind of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. I feel like this is a good moment for this. We all need to chill out and have some Side on that play. Uh, no matter where you are in your cannabis jersey, journey, easy online ordering and in-store pickup is available for you. They've got a great transparent loyalty program, Sunnyside Rewards. You know, you buy their Mindy's, you buy their Good News, you buy their Cresco, you buy their high supply, start building up the points, start getting all sorts of values. That's a sweet thing. Through October 15th, head to sunnyside.shop, use that code CHGO25 at checkout, and you get 25% off your total order, one use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. That's not only for new customers. Anyone can use our code, pick up everything you need to elevate your football season you do have to be 21 or over or an illinois med card holder um so so, uh, adam do you think that the offense is going to look a lot different this week listening to luke getsy today which sounds like judging by his words that's not the case so maybe it's just an opinion based on how miserable things went in week one
5: um do I think they're going to come out and look as drastically different as they did last year on Monday Night Football against the Patriots after that mini buy? No, I don't. Um, do I expect more wrinkles? Do I expect them to run Justin more? They should. Okay? you s- Go watch the Browns game. Okay? They weren't afraid to run a QB draw with Deshaun Watson in the red zone. Like, it's just about picking your spots. No one's saying here run Justin 20 times a game, but you got to have that in there. And it's got to come before the garbage time in the fourth quarter, so I do expect there to be a, a concerted effort to get the ball to DJ Moore. And if there's not at least two or three design runs for Justin Fields in this football game, I will, I will come on the show post game and just start firing away even more than I did last week.
2: I mean, to me, the revelation that I came to with looking forward to Tampa Bay is that they're a heavy blitzing team. Todd Bowles is going to bring the heat just like he did last week against Kirk Cousins. And so that equals probably a very similar game plan that the Bears ran week one the, the one way to stymie a blitz is running an effective screen game so our is the hope that they execute this better because it almost seems it's unavoidable that they're going to have to get the ball out quick and run screens to to try to win this game
5: yeah I mean again I think people need to go back and really count the amount of screens it wasn't nearly as much as it, it felt like 20. I know it did because they didn't they weren't working um, but they could have worked if Robert Tanyan doesn't completely miss a block, if Chase Claypool tries at all. Um, so, and it's a part of the playbook that it's, so you can't just get away from it completely. Um, I would make personnel changes. I, I would have Valus Jones active. Um, I think he's, he's better in the return game. Um, we heard Hightower talk today about the big long punt to uh, the punt return that Jaden Reed had that the gunners didn't get downfield well enough. And I went back and looked at it after the the play, and, and he's right. Well, guess who's a good gunner? Valus Jones is a good gunner. So um, that's another where, area where that can help you. Now, Kari game also failed to keep contain on that, and they weren't all in their lane, so that's got to be better too. But I would have – I would make a couple personnel decisions that are different. I would tweak. Um, like I said, put, put Justin in position to run a little bit more and take a couple more concerted shots downfield. Now all of a sudden we're talking 10 to 15 snaps. Like that's a bit, that ends up being a big part of your entire playbook for the entire day. Just changing that percentage. Um, and I think you can still do that against this Bucks team.
2: Um. Daniel Trump, quickly, Daniel Trump makes a good point in the chat. Blitz plus man coverage equals, uh, you know, Justin good against man. So I I like the idea of that, too. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Yeah, no, I just one super chat about just uh, from from George Bayless. Hey, Carm, Uh,
5: Carm, since I tried to text you this, but now I got to just tell you on the air, but I got to go.
0: I was just looking for the text from you. (laughs) It's
5: (laughs) all good. Other people need this room. So I got to run. All right. um, All right, brother. Appreciate it. Appreciate it and um, brags, it's we'll going to be okay, buddy. We'll see you
0: Sunday. We'll see you pregame 11. I'm
2: ready. I'm over it. I'm not crying anymore.
0: I see you, Adam. You. A- A- Adam Hogue <laughs> out at, at, at Halisol. No one believes you. Uh, $5 super chat from George Bayless. Why did no one ask? 90% of the plus plays were from the 11 gun with the tight end detached. So easy for the defense to be able to turn in and read the play. George. I hear you, buddy. A lot of questions that uh, could be fired in 11 minutes um, that you get to talk to the coordinator. So, listen, uh, big week for Luke Got to get the offense looking like an actual offense.
2: It just scares me when I consistently hear, just I'm sorry to get off of, to go back to the defense with what Hoke said. It just scares me when I hear that they're not going to come off of. I understand that it's their base philosophy to run cover two, but if you can't get pressure, if you don't have a three technique, then you're just going to die of a thousand of, uh, by a thousand cuts. I just, it irritates me that they're not going to come off of that. You have to play man coverage. You have to blitz. They cannot get pressure. And I'm getting tired of people saying, well, they're just not going to do it. Well, then you're going to lose.
0: You know what I'm getting tired of? What? <laughs> I mean, I literally said off season when everyone's like, they're going to win 10 games. I'm like, how are they going to win when they can't get to the quarterback? Now you on week one, now they can't get to the quarterback. That's what I'm going be annoyed by. Uh, I don't know. they got to figure it out, buddy. Get to the damn ass QB. I'm
2: more than annoyed about it. I'm depressed.
0: Yeah, all right. But I'm trying not to be depressed. I'm trying to get excited for week two. Well, here, get excited with DraftKings football back in full swing with another week yes. of epic games. Who's got you covered for the action and every single one of them? You know damn well who does. That would be DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Uh, new customers can bet just $5 get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game this September. Uh, get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the code CHGO to sign up. New customers can bet just $5. Take home 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code CHGO. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877 HOPENY or text HOPENY in Connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888 789 visit or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 or over Ages vary by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance, eligibility, and deposit restrictions apply.
2: You know where I stopped yesterday after I got pulled over? Where's that? I stopped over with my friends at Circle K to clear my head pick up this cherry coke zero maybe some beef jerky Carm loves when i eat beef jerky here uh and we are so excited to partner with our friends at circle k check out your local circle circle k for the best coffee beer and snack selection and premium gas look out for freebies and giveaways down the road I like I said, you know, you can get your your jerky, you can get your Doritos there. Uh, you know, if you go into their griller, they, you know, at lunchtime, you can get a hot dog. Really good stuff there. Uh, when I'm always in Cherville, Indiana, they got a lot of different locations just in my area, so I guarantee you've got multiple ones in yours as well. So thank you to Circle K for sponsoring CHGO. Visit the nearest Circle K to pick up all your favorite finds.
0: All right, should we hear from... Do
3: we, do we need a uh, DraftKings Play of the Week? We do. You got one? I do. Let's uh, hear it, the it's, it's the, uh, the primetime under. Um, our guy, Cody DelMendo... Uh, was was uh, on this last week. He's 3 0. Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. Under, under, under. Go Cody. Primetime under. So we're going to ride that hot streak until uh, they tell us not to. Under 49.5 tonight, Vikings at Eagles. That's a standard minus 110 bet. There is a 50% boost uh, if you uh, do that up to $10. $10. So get on that. There's your, Under there's
0: your 49 app, DraftKings Play of the Week. Courtesy of Cody, who's red hot. Gotta love that. You also gotta love Jack Sanborn. Should we play the Sand God from yesterday? Oof, do we have to? That's
2: why I put the Sand God jersey on the set today.
0: Sand God and I got to a new level yesterday. Did you watch it? I'm about to watch it. I think this is a new level for me in, in the Sand God. I think we are officially buddies. Uh, curious what the chat thinks. This is about... We had, it was the last interview of locker room. We got cut off, so we didn't have a ton of time. But here's the sand god, sand gotting Just name one thing coming out of week one that you want to do better as a defense when you're looking at the tape.
6: Uh, get up the field on third down. Yeah. I think that was just kind of the story of the game, and uh, especially. Uh, uh, on the defense. So I think um, you know, that's I think that's a
0: long goal when you're evaluating your own performance anything specific that you feel like you I mean, you're always right in the thick of things but anything you feel like you could personally could do better
6: uh, I think communication. I think mm. everyone across the board can uh, just get better at that.
4: And um, yeah, I think that'll come So Jack real quickly when it comes to like the Green Bay screenplays that they had What what can you guys do as a defense to kind of fill those out a little bit better to again? Put yourself in a position to make the play. What is it that you guys can do collectively? To kinda of be embarrassed.
6: Yeah, I think we can you know, read our keys better. Um, you know, read the linemen coming out and stuff and then just play a fundamental defense too. And um, you know, uh, just uh, doing your job and um yeah, and then getting to the ball obviously running the ball. So yeah. It's gotta
0: be it's great, like that's great but for you yeah, we also great for for you just to be back and, and playing after the off season. I mean, how how you feeling?
6: Good. I mean i uh, you know, we got a great group in the linebacker room and you know, great great guys in this uh, locker room, so it's very very exciting. Good
0: luck down in Tampa. Thank you. Did you see the fist bump? I did, and I saw the love and the look in your eyes. Did you, did you see the, the – the, I mean, are we not – I think we're there. I, you know,
2: I kind of – Man's know, was, focus. I was the icebreaker at training camp, let him know about your love for him. So that was an easy transition there. He knew.
0: He knew. He knew. You set it up. I got you. Thank you, buddy. Got you. All right. We got a ton of stuff. I don't know what that
2: fist pound was. It was like, like I missed. I get the thumbs up. Yeah. That was terrible.
0: I mean, that's right, Juan and everybody else. I was in love. I am in love. I love the sand god. I mean, why not? $2. A super chat from our guy, Elliot970. Shy will always be where QBs and wide receivers go to die. We are going to change that, Elliot. We are going to change that. We are going to change that. Antonio Havis, 999. Hope I'm saying that last name right, Antonio. It was week one. I know we look terrible, but this is an eight-win team at best. The season is about Justin growing up, the offense, and let him sink or swim so we know what we have at QB. Antonio, my friend, I tend to agree with you. I am more about... Fields is progress versus victories being the number one important thing, but when you've lost eleven in a row and you got this guy sitting to my left who's about to have a meltdown if they don't win on Sunday, yep, it's a we got a little bit of a balancing act going on.
2: Yeah, it's a bit of a balance. Yeah, I'd like some balance as in one and one.
0: Uh, Stephen Haynes, we have all week to put everything under the microscope. Sometimes it's simple: pass the ball, run the ball, rush the quarterback, let field sink or swim. Okay, Stephen you really want sink or swim,
3: uh, perhaps in the Thames, because I believe that's a picture of London behind him there. I believe that's uh, the London yeah,
0: Bridge. Yeah, uh, is that is that five Euros? pounds sterling? Five pounds, pounds
3: sterling, pounds, my friend. Pounds,
0: pounds. Hey, yeah, I yeah. didn't know, so I just left it out. The point is that Stephen took the time right. to write to Wait, us, which want, is what we really Euros? appreciate.
3: Well, let's go to the Giraud, or, or I forget how I forget how to say his name. Is the Irish
0: Giraud? Uh, I think everyone needs to calm all the way down about JF one. I still think he can be the guy, but if not, we need the whole season to find out.
2: Well, the thing that scares me about it is just over the last couple days hearing Fields and then Getse, and they're talking about, you know, uh, having more opportunities to identify a one-on-one and the 50-50 balls. That's fine. You know, We you definitely got to make those attempts and, and push the ball downfield. It's the plays – that he's not seeing where guys – it's not a 50-50 ball. Guys are wide open downfield. So, you know, when he has those opportunities this week, you know, i I just like to see him hit a few more of those to kind of put our mind at ease. I understand we're all, you know, overreacting, but at the same time, you know, it's money on the table time and, you know, the excuses are running dry. You have good players around you. And, you know, last year it was easy to kind of push things off like, well – the offensive line is third stringers, guys that shouldn't be in the league. Wide receivers are are terrible. And you can't really say those things anymore. So, you know, it, it's time to make some plays. And every week that goes by that you don't, the pressure is just going to continue to ramp up.
0: Pushing things off is not a good idea, except when it comes to buying tickets at the last minute. And the way to do that is with game time tickets like that, Lawrence, like that, that was one of the greatest wow. tra- transitions in that's the history. Like, that's why you're a pro. Transitions. That's right. Uh, listen, you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to a big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets. Like if you go on some of these other sites, you gotta hit like seven buttons to get through to actually buying the tickets. Game time makes it super easy. Boom, boom, done and done. And of course you get the last minute deals. All in prices, views from the seat, best price guarantee. They give you 110% back on the ticket if you find a better price somewhere else. Game time takes the guesswork out of all buying tickets. Game time, let's just be honest, game time is the greatest. Uh, Download the game time app, do it right now, create an account, and then use code CHGO. You get 20 bucks off your first purchase. They're going to pay you to go to the White Sox game tonight if you do that, basically. Um... $20 $20 off with the code CHGO. Download the Game Time app. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code CHGO, 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
2: And when you hit up Game Time and you're heading to Wrigley um, or Soldier Field later this year, you got to hit up FOCO to get fitted out in the best sports gear around. That's F-O-C-O. Use the code C-H-G-O on all non-presale items. Hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between it's baseball season coming up on potentially the playoffs if the cubs would not blow it that would be great aloha shirts straw hats polos bags everything you need for a game set decorations like you see around us the stuff you see here on the table and behind us foco hooked us up for us some awesome pieces for our set so go show them some love check out Foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non presale items. Use the promo code
0: CHGO for 10% off. F O C O Foco. All right. Will and Nick are here tomorrow and we have pregame at 11 on Sunday, postgame after. We'll be talking about a Bears win. I'm guaranteeing it. Jake in the super (laughs) chat. Uh, I know they want continuity on the offensive line, but bench Lucas Pratts and move Whitehair to center and start Dan Feeney.
3: Bears. Ah,
0: hey, I like it. I- Jake, uh, they, they, can, um, they can start Dan Feeney at center. You don't need to move Whitehair. That's what I would do. Um, I
2: would play Whitehair at center because that's what you practice all offseason. And then I would either do Feeney or Jatiri Carter at left guard, and I would live with the results.
0: Jatari Carter has a lot of energy. I'd be, I'm, I would be interested to see him out there. Of course, I'm not one of the coaches. Cannot think...
2: be any worse than what we saw from the combination of Patrick and Whitehair, respectfully.
0: That's, hey, but that's, by the way, one thing. If we're talking about benching someone because of the hits philosophy, his name is Nate Davis. Brutal. B-R-U-T-A-L. I'd love to see somebody else playing right guard. Um, and that one, by the way, is not on the coaching staff. Uh, all right, Super Chat, $5 from Marty. Rewatching the Green Bay game, you know who Love reminds me of? Cousins. Didn't we say that's the best-case scenario as Bears that's Marty, we did, and I do feel comfortable that Love doesn't suck and he's not going to be elite. So the Packers are just going to be a nice middling Packer, which is what we want. And can the Bears get good?
2: The Packers are going to come back to reality. It already started earlier this week when they lost one of their two first round picks with the injury to Aaron Rodgers. And the next step of reality they're going to hit is the next team they play probably will be a little more prepared than what the Bears were on Sunday. So they can have their fun. I went to dinner last night and this, This couple, this older couple, they were all decked out in their, the wife and husband decked out in Packer hat, Packer shirt, just trying to start something up. They're getting real chesty because they won. (laughs) They're making us feel bad. I was at Texas Roadhouse. I almost whipped one of those cinnamon bread rolls right in the back <laughs> of their head because you know what like okay you won it's embarrassing but get ready because you're going to play the rest of the league who doesn't suck and you're going to lose and you're going <laughs> to get ready that's all i'm saying reality is going to hit for you too green bay so you get one week of fun kiss my ass do
3: me a favor if you uh, hate green bay please <laughs> click the like button because we would appreciate should it I, should i go to jenny a- goes you need to
2: calm down i go screw them get them out of here
3: should I to enjoy
2: my Texas roadhouse?
0: Should I go Elizaville and start asking questions about why are you going to Texas roadhouse in Indiana?
3: Should excuse world.
2: me. They have great steak great look at they're getting a free plug here so you might as well get on board with us at CHGO. no bigger advocate than me for texas roadhouse don't hate don't hate you can go to some you know elitist steakhouse and pay 300 dollars for your steak and the steak is just as good there they do great job look at that it's like an hour that was a minute ad read right there for texas Roadhouse. we don't
3: need to uh, you know i gotta help i don't get a free meal i gotta help you produce the blackhawk show let's get out of here all right please hit the like on the way out I, I do do my nice sweet potato. Jim,
2: get us
0: on Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hey. corporate. All right. I'm corporate now. A L- lot of fun today. Thank you for everybody who hit the like button. Thank you for everybody who watched and didn't hit the like button. Thank you to Lawrence Benedetto for producing. Thank you to Adam Hogue jumping out at House Hall doing his job. Thank you to Carmen Vitali for joining us. Thank you to Greg Braggs for being so damn-ass adorable. <laughs> and uh, thank you to the Bears Zone podcast for also underlining that the roadhouse is consistent. Is that the one that's got the peanuts? What's yeah, Stephen Nicholas
2: peanuts? and the Chad, our produce, super producer, yeah. you can get any size cut you want, filet or whatever.
3: Okay, I got it. <laughs> Stop I can
2: talking. Go all day. This is how we live.